election fraud. You know the thing that the mainstream media and big tech says doesn't exist? We must keep going. If you can't fly, run. If you can't run, walk. If you can't walk, crawl. But by all means, keep moving. Many of you are sitting here because you're wanting to know what the plan is. This has to be peaceful. We have the right to peacefully assemble. Ask God if you should step into the gap and become a part of the plan. And so, my fellow Americans, ask not what your country can do for you, ask what you can do for your country. If you're waiting for others to do the work for you, you're going to be waiting a long time. Welcome back, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Conservative Daily Podcast. It is a pleasure to be here with you all again, and we have a lot. Uh, we have a lot going on today. As always, there's a lot going on in the world. Uh, it seems that the new normal uh, that they you know wish us to to live in and that we find ourselves in today, things just, just never stops. Um, but we are winning on a lot of fronts. We had some great shows with CanCon, Jeff O'Donnell and several others this week where we are starting to see the fruits of these victories and uh, we have another person who has been fighting tirelessly uh, against this COVID agenda against this uh, this brainwashing this mass psychosis that is being shoved down all of our throats uh, and she's someone that I, I have a massive amount of respect for we've had her on the show before and uh I'm really, really pleased to welcome back the one and only Ann Vandersteel, uh, and welcome to the show. Hey, Apollo. Thank you so much. I'm really glad to be here with you. And you know what? I think uh, you and I haven't done a show together in quite some time, so this is really a treat. Appreciate it. Yeah, absolutely. I, th I mean, I don't think the, I think the last time that we did an interview with just the two of us was in the, at the Clay Clark event in Colorado Springs. That's so, right. And it was a great interview. I, I really enjoyed it. So this is, uh, that's when uh, I was introduced to you all by, I guess it was Joe who said, you got to go check us out. I was like, all right. So it's really just quite an honor. And man, do we have some crazy stuff going on true to form. You know, the fake news just keeps on faking us out. And, and to the point now where I think people just know if they're going to say, look left, we know we have to look right. And the story now that's just breaking about sending the USS Ronald Reagan from Singapore towards the Sea of Taiwan ahead of Nancy Pelosi's maybe visit as if she would remember a visit over there anyway, because as people know me, I call her three martinis Pelosi. But truly, this is about the tip <laughs> war, right? Isn't it? That's what we're, we're getting ready for. And sources inside the military are telling me that we're sending thousands and thousands and thousands of troops over there. And that's been going on for almost a month now. So we're yeah. getting ready for that, for that uh, you know, major event in the Pacific, something that nobody wants to see. It's like very 1941-esque again, except this time mm -hmm. it's China and not Japan. So, uh, you know, talk about brace for impact. We've got to get serious here. We're, we're, we're in a multidimensional uh, asymmetrical war right now with just about everybody. Uh, but most importantly, it's the people in our own government, Apollo, that once again have just forsaken their own constituents, uh, us, the people, the taxpayers, to just destroy the world. And it's, it's, it's incredible what we're witnessing happening right now. 
It is. I mean, we've said it before. The most exciting time you could uh, you could be blessed to, to be born into this world or out of this world, however you choose to look at it. But uh, I do. Th- I, I kind of miss uh, the number one. It would be great to have a, a leader in America who would have some kind of Trump-esque foreign policy and you know ability to actually represent the United States. I find it. I mean hilarious in a really morbid way that we're sending a drunk to represent a vegetable to represent the United States. Uh, you know, it, you, you don't have to really look too hard to see why these people have no support and to see why they have to fight so hard to hold on to their, uh, you know, their grip onto the election systems and to con- continue to deny and deny and deny and push the ball back so that these America first candidates, which have overwhelming support all across the country and who are now starting to stick together more than I think we've ever seen. Uh, right. You know, it, it explains exactly what we're seeing with all this, this media gaslighting. Yeah, it does. And I, I mean, we're, we're starting to really see, like you said, uh, we are going to stick together because if we don't, we're going to hang separately. Uh, or maybe together, depending on who, who actually gets in this country. But we're seeing the decertification process start to manifest. We're seeing the work that Mike Lindell's doing uh, in terms of uh, getting these machines removed so that we can't use them or they cannot be used, I should say, in the 22 election upcoming here in November. And you know, we're starting to see these machinations play out. In fact, Seth Keschel just broke that St. Croix um, County in Wisconsin, the GOP joins the party with the resolution declaring the election illegitimate, like we saw in South Carolina. So not only are people saying it across the country, not only is it self-evident when you look at um, just the Trump flags and the uh, Let's Go Brandon flags and the FJB flags everywhere, uh, and the fact that this illegitimate vegetable, as you said, has no support at all. And anytime his wife shows up, she gets uh, heckled. It's, there's just no support for any of this at all. The American people are wide awake right now. I don't think we need much more prodding for us to understand that we've got to take that next step, which is stand up and say, we don't recognize that d- district of corruption dumpster fire. We are not going to eat, pay any homage to it. We're going to not comply to the fake regime and to the people that are you know, imposing mandates, which aren't even constitutional law. I mean, everything about what's happening right now in the federal government is completely, wholly unconstitutional and should be ignored, quite frankly. We should literally carry on business as usual, county by county, state by state, and uh, you know, start from there because um, you know, as, as a good friend of ours says, General Flynn, local action has national impact. And we don't need that corruption to administer anything, including public health policy, but certainly look at the mess they're putting us in right now with, with respect to what's happening in the, uh, in the South Pacific. Pretty bad. Really bad, in fact. Well, you know, we've had... So, being someone who's kind of followed the, the deep state before this was, you know, really wide, you know, or really mainstream as it has become in the last four or five years, uh, our leaders have always really been selling us out. They've, we, we haven't, at least I don't believe in my lifetime, had presidents or had any of these politicians with, you know, a few exceptions who never really were able... Uh, to get into the halls of power uh, and they've always been selling us out but at least they had a better veneer at least they yeah. they you know wore this air of you know while through you know thinly veiled uh, you know fangs with their little serpentons flipping around uh, th- they at least put up the show that you know we represent American exceptionalism and uh, the strength of America and we represent America's interests even when they didn't uh, now it's just embarrassing and what I think what you just said is really important because 
you're absolutely right. We are at the point where we need to just say, no, I'm done. We're not following along with this. It is unconstitutional. We should just completely ignore it, live our lives, uh, you know, according to our own our own laws. That's what autonomy means, is self-law from Greek. It's right. what the government wishes uh, to be, completely violating the, uh, you know, the delineation of power that comes from God. But I think that's what we're starting to see, because for the last two years, three years, four years, I, I keep hearing people like, well, yeah, it's wrong. Yes, they shouldn't be able to do this. But what are you going to do? You know, right. but they they'll arrest me. But the you know, the IRS, but this and we're, <laughs> we're finally at the point, where I think, where people are just saying, nope, I'm done. I don't care. Doesn't it doesn't matter to me. What's the worst they're going to do to me now? Well, you know what? They've already done the worst. I mean, the, the data that's coming out just from the jab alone is just beyond horrific. This is going, the Holocaust is paling in comparison. And again, no disrespect to the incredible souls that were slaughtered by Nazis. But you know what? It's Nazis that are trying to run the world right now. We see, I mean, we could start and dissect Ukraine. We could, you know, explain that the Nazis never left. Operation Paperclip brought them over here, and they went to mm -hmm. Western Ukraine, and they're still there. And that's the regime that's in power over there. But you know, not to go down that rabbit hole. But this illegitimate government is illegitimate at every single level. I mean, if you take it back to what our founding fathers designed for this country, for our republic, we were to be the Constitution for the United States of America, not. Uh, not of the United States. They've done a lot of wordsmithing. The 13th Amendment was changed uh, from the original intention, which was to make sure no powers of nobility, such as esquires, could serve in public government. And what do we have running around Congress and you know the Congressional Hill right now is a bunch of esquires, AKA attorneys. Yep. Um, that was never the intention. The 14th Amendment uh, basically stole our sovereignty. It stole the state sovereignty. That that amendment, when it was passed, was right after it was right it was ratified right after the Civil War ended in 1868. And that was under the guise of if you want to be readmitted to the Union, you need to ratify this amendment. New Jersey and Ohio protested, uh, really did not want to ratify this, and they were you know going to be denied access. So under duress, they signed on. And it wasn't even the original people that were serving in their state legislative bodies that did it. They were replaced by a bunch of uh, Whigs, essentially. So we've got to we've got to take a hard look at, at how this country was established and how it was basically stolen by a corporatocracy, going back to the British Crown. And it's been a slow evolution, and it's speeding up out of control right now. And uh, we have to recognize that, that Washington, D.C. is a corporation. All of the illegitimate agencies are all for-profit corporations, including the Department of Defense. That's the military-industrial complex. The FDA is part of the big pharma or the medical-industrial complex, uh, as well as, of course, the big food-industrial uh, complex. So there is just so much for-profiteering going on that has nothing to do with serving in the best interests of the people who supposedly elected their their uh, public officials, to which nobody in these bureaucratic institutions were ever elected. They were selected and appointed and placed there. You and I never had a say in Fauci running the NIAID. So th these are some very serious problems that we have. It's a true constitutional crisis our nation has been in for quite some time. It's only right now, Apollo, that we are truly beginning to see the manifestation of it in this our country that has been in, that's imploding from the inside and again all by design 
absolutely every single thing that you see happening is all by design, starting with Joe Biden, you know, destroying our energy, uh, our America first energy policy, where we were completely energy independent. In, fa in fact, the world's largest exporter of energy period under the Trump administration. So we've got to come to terms with all this. And um, which is why, to your point, we just have to stop acknowledging anything they say in D.C. Um, and recognize that, yes, they can send their goons, the FBI, which was never even chartered by Congress. Again, another unconstitutional bunch of goon squads in brown shirts that have now proven to be liars and fraudsters and hoaxers, a.k.a. January 6th, and other uh, other examples we could go into. So all of this has got to be in, um, digested by the American people, and they've got to say enough. And there's ways that we can, you know, we can resolve this and, and reestablish re our own sovereignty and uh, correct our own status from the 14th Amendment hijacking of our sovereignty. Um, I've done it, but, you know, Americans need to wake up to this. And I think we're starting to see that happen. And people are knowing that there's something seriously wrong and they're asking for solutions. And, and we've got to start delivering those solutions. Amen. And can I just, for everyone in the chat right now, uh, I, I'm going to commission all of you to go back and listen to like the last 10 minutes again and you just ran through like the cliff notes version of everything that the american people has had hidden from them and you did it very eloquently uh you oh. just touched on so many topics that i know it's, very <laughs> it's so massive no 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 it's it's yeah. it actually just like you got me really excited because th there are so many pieces in there that frankly i never really get to talk about and it, you know, to a point, it almost, you know, when we're doing these shows, part of me says, I don't know if it's worth it to go into detail and maybe you just changed my mind. So I'll give you one funny story when you talk about the, you know, your sovereignty. Uh, this was something that I was like really digging into years ago. And uh, all these unelected officials, I pray that the AP, the EPA ruling is going to uh, eventually start, you know, chopping the knees off of some of this stuff. But that's going to take time, and we're, we really are in a bad position. Uh, but so I actually, just kind of by the grace of me, and I got in, exposed to some people uh, who are working on that. And, you know, I started listening to things. Uh, and so you have actually recently uh, sent me some more uh, information and set me down that path to actually complete that. Because mm -hmm. uh, I tried it. So here, here's, no one really knows this. I tried this back five, six years ago. And... Uh, I didn't know what I was doing, <laughs> so I, <laughs> I went <laughs> I went into court. <laughs> and, and oh my tried. gosh! I can't wait to hear the story. <laughs> uh, this is going to be good. Let's go. It was, it was good. Well, so, <laughs> so I'll just I'll bear it all because uh, I really don't care. Um, so I got uh, I was arrested for DUI for sleeping in my car. Uh, this was back when I was in Michigan, and so uh, some woman saw me at like four in the morning uh, sleeping in my car. And she called the cops, and the cops came and said, you got to, you know, you're drinking and driving. I'm like, no, I'm not. <laughs> I'm like, I'm not getting out of my car. So then they threatened to break the window, pulled me out of the car. They gave me a DUI. And so I was looking into all this stuff, and I went into court, and I was like, you know, this is bullshit. And I basically told the judge, you don't have the rights to do this. None of the, these laws actually apply. And uh, I right. went in there, and I had done enough homework that I, that I, that I thought. I had written out statements. Uh, did not acknowledge, you know, my fiction and all these things. And it, it did not work because the judge was extremely corrupt. Um, and 
there's more to the story, which demonstrates that. Did you ask that. the judge to produce his, was it a male or female, by the way, male or female male. judge? It was male. Did you ask him to produce his oath of office? I had that written, and he wouldn't acknowledge me. And I had uh, certain things written uh, stating, you know, like how I was appearing before the court, and they tried to get me to answer all kinds of ways, and I was like, no. And I tried to hand them papers, and they this was this was when I knew this was real because I tried to do this like simple my handwriting on paper and I approached right. I said I would like to approach the bench and they said no and I tried to hand it literally everyone in the court the the officers everyone <coughs> they they walked away from me like this would not touch the paper and uh then they then they threw me in jail and uh kept me there for so they, you know a day with no bail they kidnapped you they kidnapped me yeah and uh, right. so it turns out that judge actually owned the land that the jail was on. <laughs> uh, and of course. He was retired. Yeah. Yeah, it was, it was a nice big so, racket. So let's just stop right there really quickly, Apollo, because I don't know how much your audience understands what you're explaining here. Um, very simply, there's a couple of things going on. One, the judge, like you said, corrupt because uh, he was not following what he was supposed to. You were asking some very specific things. You actually have a very good case to send him a true bill for all of the statutes that he broke. Um, you know, there are there are actual remuner, remunerable, um, uh, I should say financial remuneration remuneration you can receive for the own, their own statutes and laws that they broke based on the interaction you had, number one. Number two, he, of course, threw you in jail because he owns the jail, and that's another way he can charge your trust. We all have our own um, trust that has been set up by our, our fiction, all caps, name and birth certificate and social security number when we are born. And that trust, as you know, there's every time you have a case number that's uh, created based on an interaction with a policy enforcer, police policy enforcer, a case number is generated and a QSIP and an IBIN number, and then it's sold out the back door to a, bro a broker, a bonds broker, who then throws it into a bond and they monetize. So well, like PIMCO's municipal bonds, things like that is full of things like this. I just got back from a weekend in Texas where I spent an amazing weekend with about 150 American state nationals, people who've gone through this process to renounce their 14th Amendment corporate United States citizenship. We have removed ourselves from the corporation and we stand freely as free men and women on the land. We're no longer part of that federal corporation. I've reclassified, restored, uh, my, and corrected my status as a free woman. I'm no longer a fictional entity. In other words, an all caps dead entity that needs an Woo! attorney to represent me to the court. I even have a, a, a U.S. passport that reflects my status, acknowledges me no longer as a U.S. citizen, but as an American state national. So I've gone through this process. It's extremely liberating. And there's a lot more that you will benefit from. But at this point in time, I can tell you that that judge is cap was capitalizing on your dead entity because they can bill your trust. And he made money not only to put you in jail, but to have you appear in court. That po The policy enforcer also was billing your trust. And if they gave you a public defender or anybody else that was involved, the prosecutor, public defender, they're all billing your trust. So part of this process is to claim your trust so that they can no longer bill it because you are the beneficiary, but you are never told you're the beneficiary of this trust. So this is where I'm in the process right now, Apollo. I've actually done all this. And then I went on the irs.gov's website and downloaded their form 56, which is the, uh, it's the paperwork that establishes your beneficiary relationship with the IRS. And I sent in, like I showed you my copy, 
uh, you know, my my form 56, but says my beneficiary relationship with the IRS now only permits sales tax and tariffs to be paid by me, a living free woman. I no longer have a relationship with the IRS that says I have to pay them income tax. And this is their form that you are filling out. Um, well, I, so there uh, was the the head of the treasury or something, um, um, and maybe I'm I can't remember who it was, uh, but this was not too long ago. I believe it was during Obama. He quite literally, like in open session, said, "We have a voluntary income tax system." Correct. Then he clarified Correct. this, and that he kind did. of disappeared. It's, it, it's actually I put it on my uh, Telegram channel. Uh, which is Ann Vandersteel Truth um, on Telegram. I put that video up maybe about two, three weeks ago in time. And if you go into my Telegram and just look through the files for videos, you'll find it. But I did just put that up there. And it's it's it's, it's the truth. This is the truth. I mean, let's face it. The first, um, you know, 10 amendments in our Bill of Rights are really all that matters. Everything else after that becomes part of the corporation. Let's face it, the 16th Amendment, that's a big old no-no. And that was always supposed to be voluntary. But it only applied, it was only supposed to apply to federal citizens. Well, remember what they did in 1871, they incorporated Washington, D.C. But in 1868, the 14th Amendment made us all federal citizens. So they stole our sovereignty. So once they incorporated D.C., we became subjects as corporate. And then when they gave us a Social Security number in 1935, we now all became corporate entities you know, as part of the federal corporation. So therefore they, they claim they, that their mandates, their statutes, their laws apply to us. It's when you correct your status that you throw those corporate chains off and you go back to being on the land out of their admiralty court system, which is the court of commerce, and they're, they're treating you like a commercial entity. I put myself back on the land, I reclaimed dominion of the land, which is common law court, the most powerful court in the land. Air, which is trust law and ecclesiastic law, and then of course water, which is LAW water for Admiralty Court. So I've reclaimed dominion over all those three areas of juris, and I'm very careful with the diction, the words that I use when I interact, depending on which you know juris I am in. Praise God, I have not been pulled over for a DUI or sleeping in my car or doing anything they decided they wanted to just drag me in because they want to create a case number and create a bond because they can build my trust. And believe me, they, this is why they create speed traps and all this stuff because they know they can tap your bond. And it's a revenue generation for these municipalities, which, ladies and gentlemen, a lot of times are either incorporated or unincorporated, depending on where you live. Think about that for a second. Why is it either or? What are they doing? So this is a really, um, it, it, it's, it's a revolutionary uh, conversation because it gets people fired up. But frankly, it's just going back to the basics, how we were started, how this country was founded. Right, Apollo? Yeah, and you you know what I find fascinating about all this, um, and and it's the same thing that I one of the things that I found fascinating in the first place uh, when I st- when I first started to get into it, and uh, that that experience and a few other things, I kind of just got to a place where I said, okay, so it's all fake, and and I kind of understood it, and frankly, I I just left it there because I never saw like I never believed anything would change to this level, and I'll admit that I, I became really hopeless at that point at that point in my life. I. Uh, I spoke with uh, with Jordan Maxwell that that year, um, and who was an amazing man. I had a great conversation with him, uh, completely by chance, and it opened up a, a, a lot for me. But he he kind of said, "Hey, listen, I'll be honest with you. Just uh, if you get in some serious trouble, they're changing all these laws. Like I would just pay it and get get away from it." 
uh, and it, it, it like struck me because I've been following him for some time. And now we're seeing that, that tide turning so much. But what I find fascinating about this is how simple it is. Because when you think about the, the concept of the Matrix and how, you know, how really that applies to uh, the world that we're living in and to everything that we're seeing, the concepts you're talking about, and especially about like the language, they, what, really what yeah. they have done is they have created another language or really we have created another language and they've they're just bait and switching so they're still speaking a language that none of us are familiar with though all the words sound the same and we think that we're speaking their language and we walk into court and we're speaking like common colloquial english uh and they laugh at us they they literally laugh at us and the ones who don't know they just don't know but it's uh it's the same thing with this with this COVID idea the the you know change the definition of vaccine the how they how they count deaths and the case numbers and then they switch deaths with you know infections and breakthrough infections and it's all fake all they're doing is playing and wordsmithing and turning you inside out because you don't know which way is up they, they have your That's compass right. completely inverted and they just keep spinning you around and around and it's why people are so lost it's it's really very simple it is, you know, I, I liken it to this um, because I so rarely go out to eat anymore. One, it's super expensive, but um, thanks, Joe Biden. But two, I, I get so, you know, Joe Biden's America. Woo! I did um, this. <laughs> I know, exactly. I did this. But, you know, and, and it's to me, I get I get sad sometimes. And I'm sitting in a crowded restaurant and I'm having a conversation with either my husband or, you know, like-minded friends. And I'm looking around the room. And I'm realizing I'm seeing, you know, first of all, America, I hate to say it, and I mean no disrespect, but we have an epidemic of, of obesity in this country, and that's because we've been poisoned by corporate America yet again. So that's one thing that I find so disheartening because I don't remember that as a kid growing up. It was very rare that you saw people that were overweight by 20, 30, 50, 100 pounds. Now it's very commonplace. Sad to say it's extremely commonplace. And I don't blame these, I don't blame Americans. I blame the food that they're eating. And because it's fast food is less expensive and that and that's all they have time for because they're working two and three jobs to put dinner on the table at night. And it, you know, this is the, you know, again, the, this is the, the tyranny of our time from the IRS as one entity that is just squeezing everybody. And of course the policies of this illegitimate regime are making our, everybody's lives miserable, hence our gas and food prices. But, you know, I, I, I look at what's happening and I realize it's just sad right now, Apollo, that we have got a population that knows something's wrong, but they don't know how to get out of what is wrong. And you're watching them kind of give up. Now, I don't think the majority of Americans are, but I see a lot of people saying, you know what, I can't deal with that. It's too, it's too upsetting. It's too whatever. But, you know, if we don't find a way to get off our duff and start being more vocal about it, we are going to have to forever live like this. And frankly, you know, I won't. I will do whatever it is, and I'll probably be in the jail cell next to you and don't really care at this point because I would rather die fighting, standing up, than living on my knees begging for me I have another. That's not how this country was founded, and we have got to come to grips with that hard reality of where we are right now. Um, you know, I, I am at that point right now, Apollo, where the gloves are off, and I've been given an opportunity with an incredible man, Kevin Jenkins, to be the co-chairs for the Zelenko Freedom Foundation. And Dr. Zev, as we call him, Zev, 
he wanted the truth out there like a mantra and he's you know zev he called the, the uh, mainstream media media whores he absolutely <laughs> yes, he did. held nothing back right <laughs> this is where i am i feel like i'm given this opportunity to have the weight of a foundation to go out and get into the real world and say okay guys this is what we're going to do here's the path forward and we're going to start right here right now because if we don't then i'm part of the problem because i'm not bringing a solution we can all talk about the fires burning but like really what are we going to do about it what what is the path forward and that's what i am like i'm like laser focused on it right now and this is one of the reasons i became a state national it's the path forward truly it is well and you're 100 percent right and i want to I, I just want to touch on something because it goes back to the first conversation that we had um uh, that you know that we really had at uh at the clay event uh but then i want to mm -hmm. i want to make sure we put up uh you know uh, the zelenko foundation page and i want you to uh definitely take a few minutes and go into where it's heading and because I know the the mission and I know you and you are mission focused so I know the mission is to stop this this you know agenda of death and and I mean it's, it's death it's death and murder and, and enslavement essentially and they'll do it through your mind just as they do through your body but uh, you talk about all these people who are they're overweight and they're sick and it's just the same recipes it's, it's like nothing new under the sun the devil has the same tricks it's the same thing yeah. that, that they've done with covid they get everyone sick they get them all hyped up uh so if you just look you know before during and after they develop a bioweapon that we paid for and then they release it a bunch of people get sick who knows what exactly it is they shut down society they ruin the relationships and the psychological well-being and take so many of the few kernels that we really have left of of you know just humanity amidst, amidst this crazy world then they start giving everyone remdesivir and all these other drugs withholding actual treatment so they kill them up front they kill them in the middle and then now they've rolled out these uh these death shots which are bioweapons and nothing less and one that i don't right. think the world has seen before and so they're killing them again and it's the same thing that we've seen with the with the food supply and with all these pharmaceutical drugs they rob all the nutrition out of the soil all the food is garbage they spray it with pesticides they tell everyone to eat low fat and low salt and all this other stuff so you have people suffering and just eating up all these chemicals and their body has no nutrition with which to detox it and then they're putting them right. on all these fad diets and they're literally just destroying themselves and then no everyone's sick everyone's unhealthy no one can think straight and they can't see the reality that they're really in and i think what a big part of this is there's a complete lack of masculinity there is such a huh. such a massive shortage of real men because we talk about the the wordsmithing and how they've they've wrapped us all up in a pretty bow and we don't know uh, who we actually are. My opinion: if there were men with testosterone levels that even registered relative to what they did a hundred years ago, even fifty years ago, and the concept of being a man and being the head of a household and being a leader in your community. Uh, th forget all this toxic masculinity garbage. It wouldn't right. matter if they had a scientific study for, you know, every single thing that they said and they were, they were true. Real men would have just said, no, I don't really care. I don't care what your law says. I don't care about any of this. You're not doing this to my kids. You're not doing this to my community. Uh, you can take that stuff and shove it up your keister. And, That's right. And instead we have people going, oh, yeah, well, I'll get them next time. You know, we'll we'll... Get it. I, I don't get it. It, it. it blows my mind. It really does. 
Well, that's the whole idea, right? Like I said, like we started the conversation off, get us coming and going from all different directions, completely unravel our entire universe. Let's, let's get down to the basics here. You know, when God made man, right? He put us here on the planet to take dominion of the earth. That's your land, your air, your water, right? This is what we were supposed to, we, we're supposed to be in control of this. Man created government and we created government because we realized we probably could be better organized if we had consented to several people to govern us based on what our wishes are. Government has gone completely out of control. And again, we've allowed that to happen. That is on our watch. At no point did God say, hey folks, you don't need to worry about taking dominion of the land, air, or the water anymore. That never changed in the Bible anywhere. So as fallible creatures that we are, uh, imperfect beings, we need to atone for the sins of the fact that we have not done our job, our civic duty, and we have not glorified and honored God. And that's one of the things Dr. Zelenko really drove home as a, as a dear friend to me that he was, and I knew him personally and privately for several years. We became friends early on when I met him right after President Trump read that letter from a country doctor in New York about hydroxychloroquine. I was the first person to interview Zev and we became friends. And I can tell you that, you know, he led by example. And this is the example that we need to get back to. As Mike Lindell says it all the time. This election is going to be this insurrection on November 3rd will turn out to be the greatest revival for this country ever. Why? Because Amen. we will come back to God. We will come back to God through this process because we have to honor what God expects of us to do. And in doing so, he created the second covenant nation for which us to practice what he want, what he preached. Um, so when we come to that realization, everything else will tend to fall into place. And all of this noise that's out there, uh, we can delegitimize what's happening in Washington, D.C. the minute we stop paying it homage and the minute we stop worrying about it. There's a lot of um, parallel universes that are standing up everywhere from banking and, of course, um, you know, uh, free speech opportunities, healthcare, uh, media, uh, food, healthcare. I mean, there's all kinds of stuff, right, Apollo? We're seeing yeah. it everywhere. We're seeing the parallel economies pop up. We need to seek it out. We need to support it to the best of our ability. But most importantly, we need to turn right back to God. Make sure our house is in order because we, if we can't make, if we can't legitimately say my house is clean and everything is good in my world before I go out to help others, I can't. I'm not on good footing, and my foundation is weak. My house is built on sand. So people have become so caught up in all of this noise. Um, social media is at a deafening high right now. I'm got to be honest, I'm burnt out on it. But you know what, there is some, for what we do in this business, we have to do it because it is part of the job description. Um, I would love nothing more than to ignore social media, but I can't. It's just what we have to do right now because it's yeah. the only tool we have to wake people up besides programs like yours right here. So, well, you know, real quick, it, I, I love that yeah. you use the word, and I love that you use the word atone. And that's a really ugly yeah. word. That's a very uncomfortable word for most people, even people mm -hmm. who, who are like really in this fight. Uh, but I think it's I think it's perfect, and it's very powerful that you use that word, because yeah. there is so much that we have to atone for, and not just you know you can talk biblically yes and absolutely, I really hundred percent believe that we are put here uh, as a test we are put here on a mission, and we are here to live out the some of our choices and we will answer for those when we do leave this this world, but regardless of the attack that we have all faced so we have all every single one of us we have in some way let go of the reins and we have allowed this to continue every single person and i really do believe this even those who we would consider fast asleep 
there is 100% I believe at some point some place in their in their mind and at some place in their heart they see everything that is going on and they know yeah. how wrong it is and they are refusing to face it and they some just refuse to acknowledge that this amount of evil can actually manifest uh, or that they've been fooled and that there's so much pride and hubris and and ego and uh, and resentment and fear uh, that a tone is nothing short of a perfect way to describe it. Um, and I want to I want to get to the Zlinko Foundation. So I just want to put up a couple of these real quickly, and then I'm going to turn it over to you. Okay. Um, so th- this was just uh, not uh, about two weeks ago, um, and this is one I, I literally could put up stuff like this for the next three hours straight, but. Uh, this just someone passed this to me this morning, so I figured I'd I'd cover it. This is on top of a ridiculous amount of studies that have come out here. Now there have been releases from uh, the CDC and uh, Renz's lawsuits. There, there's just an unbelievable amount of information, uh, you know, giving the shots to kids here. But they're raising all these issues. This is in Alberta, but it's happening here as well uh, because all people they're, they're just people are dying, and they're calling their, these ill-defined or unknown causes. Uh, there's all kinds of headlines today of these these young uh, young people getting clots. Mike Adams, if you follow him, he just did a an analysis of uh, some of this tissue that they're finding in the clots, and it's it's not blood, it's not blood clotting, and it has very high levels of uh, of tin and other me- kinds of metals. So I'm looking forward to what what else comes out of that. But this is 100% a I mean not even Orwellian. It's evil. This is satanic. This is mm-hmm. an attack on every aspect of humanity. Um, so, I, again, I know that is the the mission of the Zelenko Foundation. So I want you, w- you've got some time. Tell us about Dr. Zev Zelenko. Tell us about his legacy and tell us about, uh, about the Zelenko Foundation. Great. Thank you so much. You know, Zev was um, a hero to millions and a, a friend to me and obviously clearly a hero to me. Uh, Kevin Jenkins, who is a phenomenal uh, co-chair to be working with, but he's also a force to be reckoned with out in the medical uh, freedom space. He's been out, he's he's globetrotted about 350,000 miles in the past two years in over 60 cities speaking out about medical freedom and speaking out against the medical tyranny you know, with all of the top doctors, he knows them all. He's very good friends also with, um, you know, Bobby Kennedy, who is, you know, been our Robert, Ken- you know, Robert um, Kennedy, who's also a phenomenal author, as well as somebody who's out there with children's health defense. Point being, we've been asked by Zev prior to his, prior to his uh, leaving the planet to um, take over his foundation and be the co-chairs and make sure that we see, understand his vision what his mission is and carry forward his legacy of the Zelenko Freedom Foundation long into the future. And, you know, having been a host and a, and a you know, a business partner, someone who started Teal Steel Truth back in 2017, that was a big ask um, because I was very dedicated to getting the truth out, but also understanding that Dr. Zelenko really um, had an incredible vision and mission and what he did in terms of, you know, standing in the gap for humanity. I call him that course correction for humanity because that day that President Trump mentioned this doctor and hydroxychloroquine, the odd thing was, Apollo, I was also getting over COVID. I'd been sick for 10 days. I didn't even know what I had. I I wasn't even sure what it was, but I started to do research right there on my phone when Trump was talking about Zelenko. And I immediately saw that 
Hydroxychloroquine had been proven by NIH in 2003 and five to cure coronavirus and H1N1. So I knew Fauci to be a liar then when he said to Trump, we need to do double-blinded placebo-controlled trials. We can't make assumptions and all this crap. And I thought, you know what, this, this is it. This is medical industrial complex getting exposed right here by a simple man who was treating thousands of people in New York um, from COVID. So as I would learn, he was down the lung. He'd been diagnosed in two years prior earlier in 2018 with a very rare cancer, one that's only recognized on autopsy, 10 cases per year, per year all found at autopsy. Wow. He managed to beat the odds by four years and duke it out and using some very uh, experimental and new treatments that of course the medical industrial complex would never want you to know about because God forbid you cure cancer. You know, that's a, a, a gold mine of monthly annuity like all the pharmaceuticals were on for all the diseases that big food complexes, the big food industrial complex has created. Diabetes, it's the same they do with disease. vaccines and all that. They're just creating customers. They're creating customers, annuities, whatever you want to call it. So Zev really was that course correction because all of a sudden I heard breaks. I'm like, er, what? Hold on a second. And that just opened Pandora's box in so many directions, it exploded it. So Zev stood there, stood in the middle of the gap and took slings and arrows from everybody and death threats. We know about his death threats. So he he, he didn't care. He was fearless. Um, and I, I, I would like to say, you know, he left on June 30th. And right after that, we saw the Guidestones and the um, obelisk at the Vatican and an obelisk in Asia all I'll go down. <laughs> Something very strange happened. So I don't know if he's busy up there, you know, giving his checklist to God or what, but um, it, 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 I feel like God is moving now very, very quickly. And it seems to me since Zev left that uh, God has picked up the pace and the exposing is just exponential at this point. So the foundation is focused on these key initiatives. One, we're focused on the future, our kids. We're going to create a program called the Zelenko Fellows, where it'll be a very prestigious program. You'll have to apply to become a Zelenko Fellow. We'll be selecting those fellows. And from there, those fellows will be able to engage in other initiatives of our foundation, which will be in public policy development. We'll also be in community development, going into communities that have been decimated by bad public policies, bringing good living conditions back there, jobs back there. And those jobs most likely will originate from our technology incubation, which we're going to be incubating all kinds of new technology and holistic technology. So getting these companies stood up that have been demonized by the medical industrial complex. And of course, media was very important to Zev. He absolutely wanted the truth out there like a mantra. So we will also engage in media, which is why we're launching the Zelenko Report on Monday, August 1st. We will be live weekdays, one o'clock on the Brighteon TV network. And awesome. after that, it'll be uploaded across a multitude of platforms. So uh, we're just very excited about all of this truth telling that we're going to do, but most importantly, giving people a path and a solution forward. And I will leverage uh, the platform to evangelize about being a state national because uh, as I've learned in this conference this weekend, we've had chiefs of police attend state national and re correct their status. Federal judges, not one, multiple. Secret service agents, CIA agents, other federal officers coming in. People from all walks of life, not just ordinary American citizens that don't have a de federal designation behind their name, God forbid. They're all coming and saying, enough. We see the corruption. We got to correct our status. We, we understand the path forward. So. All of that is kind of coming together nicely. But that I'm is the blessed. spirit moving right there. Boom, exactly. Boom. And so I've got Kevin, Kevin uh, Jenkins is phenomenal. And I, you know, you know him. Um, he's a favorite on your show as well. He so. gets me on my feet. Like, I mean, I, I like turn around and I know Kevin's talking. All of a sudden I want to get up and like, you know, and throw yeah. something. 
He, he punched yeah. me. So <laughs> I swore, freedom. Exactly. That's Kev. That's our Kev. So yeah, very, very, very blessed. So this is, these are the initiatives we're going to do. Uh, we've already been approached by a very significant donor who is interested in, in helping fund the foundation. We have a big, uh, gala, a black tie gala, which we're going to be using to, to fundraise, to fund all these initiatives to get out there and get, um, get in the system and get people educated and give people solutions. We, we've just, there's so much work to do. Um, but we've got to, we've got to look at people like Bill and Melinda Gates. We've got to look at the world economic forum. We've got to look at these other institutions and go, you know what? They have operationalized very successfully. Look at the situation that we're in. We see a better solution over here. So we are operationalizing this foundation so that we can lead people into the future with really good solutions, really good opportunities. And of course, the, you know, a big focus for our first initiative will be on the youth because we feel like they have been miseducated by academia. Uh, these don't, you know, what, what's coming out of these institutions that we call schools is uh, turning out godless uh, Satanists that don't uh, don't appreciate or, or value life. They don't want to sanctify life at its most fundamental level. So again, in the spirit of glorifying our God, our Creator, and Jesus Christ, our Savior, who died for our sins, we will do all of this work uh, with the blessing of Dr. Vladimir Solenko. Uh, tired of feeling like someone's always watching on the internet, maybe advertisers know a little too much about you, IP Vanish is a solution for you. You can use IP Vanish on your, your computer, tablets, phones. You can use it on multiple devices at the same time without sacrificing speed. Um, they're for you, and, and here's the thing, it, it, it blocks advertisers, hackers, um, your ISP, third parties from getting access to information to you, uh, blocks people from getting access to your passwords. All the data is encrypted. And for our listeners, you can get 70% off their yearly plan for listeners with 30-day money-back guarantees, like getting nine months for free. It's super easy to use. All you have to do is tap one button. A disclaimer, if you are using things, True Social, you have to turn off the VPN. If you are using things like uh, vMix, uh, Chevy apps, or things like that. So there are some things that does need a dedicated IP, um, and it recognizes that. So just keep that in mind. So go to ipvanish.com slash daily, use promo code daily, and save your 70% off. Yeah, and I think what you what you just said, uh, and, and by the way, everyone who's listening, uh, at the end of the show, we're going to do a prayer, and I just want everyone to join me in that. I know some of you like to leave, uh, don't, and we're going to say a prayer for Dr. Zelenko and for his legacy and uh, Anne and all those uh, working on the foundation and to make, uh, to make this a reality and to just, just supernaturally, you know, uh, propel it forward so that we can, we can rid ourselves of this system and we can rid ourselves of this, uh, you know, this like invisible uh, cage that we, we found ourselves in this in our entire lives. Um, but you know what you said about raising godless Satanists in the schools, it's so on point because if you really look at the school system and what they're teaching, uh, and you know, what you're allowed to teach and how they approach everything, it, it's quite literally, uh, if you look at what is, what we would like a school system to be, if you, you are, you know, a sane minded person and the principles upon which America was founded and how we used to operate and now what they do in school. It's quite literally the difference of do you believe in a higher power or do you believe in nothing? And, and that's right. really when you when you break down the education system, how they're taught, you know, the things that they're taught to value uh, and now all these weird concepts that they want to thrust upon our kids. It, it's quite literally if you break it down, there is no God. The state is God. And you are essentially 
you know, your life is meaningless and uh, a floating rock in space, and therefore everything is fatalistic and deterministic. And I mean, that's it. That's what they want everyone to believe. And I think that's why we've lost so many of our children and so many of our young adults. It, it's true. I mean, kids today don't know what gender they are at all. They have no idea. They, they come home from school. Today, I'm a boy. Tomorrow, I'm a girl. The next day, um, you know, I'm a furry. I'm a, I'm a toaster, uh, whatever. That, that is, you know, it sounds funny, but it's so sad, Apollo. I, I'm, I'm so glad that my youngest is, is past all that. He's 18 and I don't have to, he is clearly rooted in who he is as a man. I have no qualms about my kids. Thank God. I would hate to be a parent today. I would absolutely be terrified. The amount of stress that it is to be a parent, specifically when you don't have the option to stay home and do that heavy lifting of the job of parenting kids. I did, I was able to stay home and raise my kids. And I can tell you that is this, doing this kind of work, while it's, um, it's very taxing and I'm always moving and working, mentally it's not nearly as exhausting as you know dealing with kids that have a zillion questions and never sleep and you're exhausted. So if we could ever get back to a world where one parent I don't care if it's the, the husband or the, the you know the dad or the mom stays home, but somebody goes out and earns the money, and the other person stays home and raises the kids. If that could ever be reconstituted at at a level where everybody in the country could be in that position, think about what a different society we would have—one of true, um, wholesome, loving family values, where God is at the center and everything flows from there. This whole you know strife we have in society, the stress of being, you know just being in society right now is so over the top because you don't even know who you are. These kids are growing up, they don't know who they are. And so when you grow up not defined who you are and who God is in your life, you're like a rudderless ship and rudderless ships tend to crash. So, you know, this is, this is just to me, it's so fundamental. It seems so obvious, but people need to stop and think. And people unfortunately don't even have the time to do that because they're worried about where's the next meal coming from? How am I going to put gas in my car? And it's it just, we have been absolutely decimated from all angles. And then of course, you know, just the, the crime in this country is up so high. You know, now, you know, having a, a mass shooting somewhere, of course, again, by design, is to the point where when you go to a shopping mall, you're like, you know what, I, I better be carrying, or maybe I don't want to go because you're, you're in a soft target. Kid, sending your kid to school is no longer, you know, something that you cannot worry about. Now you're worrying about CRT and mass shootings because this is a society, society in which they are breeding. This is the state created society this is not what i grew up in and uh it is you know dang sure not what i want other kids to grow up in. when i have grandchildren i don't want them in this society at all uh, and I'm, I'm working like hell to fix it because i'll be damned if my my grandchildren whenever i get those will grow up in, in something like what we're witnessing right now it's a tragedy what we're seeing unfold in front of our eyes but it's a tragedy that breeds a lot of opportunity to educate mm -hmm. a lot of people because people are hurting and this is when they open their hearts to solutions. So now's the time to bring the solutions. 100,000%. And, uh, you know, just uh, regarding a few things you said, it's funny because I did not grow up like most, most kids that I knew uh, culturally. My father is an immigrant. He's from Greece. Came here when he was, you know, about 18, 20 years old. Uh, English is like his fifth language. Uh, my mother, I'm the oldest of six children, and so I grew up very European. And I noticed when I was a kid that I did not, like, I didn't grow up like most kids. All the other, most of the other friends that I knew, it just, like, I didn't fit in with them somehow. And I'd see them with their parents, and there was a very stark difference. And it kind of, 
you know, I, I noticed it and it was a little bit weird and some people made fun of me for it because I was kind of weird. Uh, and I, I like, I didn't value the same things that they did and they didn't understand family the same way that I mm -hmm. felt that I did, which I think was really yep. important. And both my parents worked, uh, you know, a lot during my life because there were six of us, but my mother was home. Like I had traditional parents and I had a father who was hard as nails, very hardworking, like, like very alpha male. And yep. I really am so blessed. Number one, that I had them as role models, which I, I came to realize later that I, I just instinctively, I had it in my, in my heart and in my body. I knew what that looked like and I knew what, what, you know, all these other people were doing did not, but I also had siblings and I was, I was raised and I had these bonds, which most kids do not have these, uh, th they don't really have any tight relationships and they don't have number one parents that actually have a parental relationship, you know, it's like kind of this weird TikTok parenting thing. Uh, and it, honestly, it's one of, the, I truly think one of the few reasons that I am as sane as I am now. And if, <laughs> uh, what, you, what, you, what you said about, about getting back to that, that is 100% a missing piece in our society. And the, this communist idea to break down the family unit and, you know, force both parents out of, the out of their house give up the kid now public school is essentially babysitting by the state so that they can rip you away from the parents and they spend as little time as possible with any kind of actually uh, or with any kind of parental influence and the parents don't have oversight and they get to brainwash them for eight ten hours a day um, it, it's a it's a pretty simple recipe it, it is and you know what god bless you and your family for raising you like that i was the same way growing up in fact over the weekend i was we were talking about stories as when we were kids and what we used to do and I mean, again, grew up in a very traditional family. Mom stayed home, raised us. You know, dad worked. And, you know, when we sat, my mother was hysterical. She was from the South. She grew up on a farm. So we had an actual ship's bell, the kind that you could ring downstairs in the kitchen. <laughs> and at 6 a.m., she rang that bell, and you had her be downstairs immediately to set the table. And I mean, napkin folded perfectly, fork, knife, spoon the butter, the milk, the this, all the things you needed to have a breakfast. She was making bacon and eggs every morning. Um, I mean, it was just, that's what we did. It wasn't, it wasn't like a question. It was just an expected, that's what you did. And as soon as breakfast was over, before I could go to school, clean the dishes, load the dishwasher, put everything away like it never happened. Then I could go upstairs, brush my teeth and make sure my backpack and everything was ready to go to school. So, I mean, and I walked through the woods to school. So that was, you know, very traditional. Um, and as I got older, I took buses to a further away school, et cetera, that kind of stuff. But we made sure we were at the dinner table every night. These are things that I feel like just don't happen anymore in modern day families because, again, the oppression from the tyranny of our time in which we're living in created by these unconstitutional, unelected bureaucrats in an administrative state that are pushing agendas that have nothing to do with family values and have everything to do with supporting their salaries and their pensions to make sure their jobs exist and they could give two rats butts about the rest of us but make sure you pay and if you don't a man with a gun comes to your house because why you're a you're a member of their club in terms of what you've got to pay and it's just all wrong it's 100 percent wrong president trump told us in his 2017 uh inaugural speech that he was returning power back to we the people to you, the people, is what he said. He's returning the country. Now, we need, We didn't really fully understand at that moment what he meant, mm -hmm. but I can tell you the military was standing behind him when he said it, 
And once he was complete with that sentence, they went back and stood opposed. So that was the message to all of us, the militaries with the president, and that he was acting in the best interest of us. And I'll tell you something very interesting. Paula, do you remember that President Trump donated his $400,000 a year salary every quarter he donated it somewhere? Yeah. yeah. And including the money he took in the Trump International Hotel in Washington, D.C., if he had a foreign diplomat or somebody from the outside the United States staying in his hotel, he was donating that money to the Treasury. Do you remember that? Yeah. Oh, yeah. And they, uh, okay. the, the media didn't like that. <laughs> they're like why would he do that you know they were Nobody trying to, does they, that. they were like he's avoiding taxes or what there's <laughs> some stupid well so you you, you got to ask yourself this question um why why was he doing that people need to look into that further do you remember when rachel maddow made a big deal about showing trump's personal income taxes and how they kept saying oh yeah trump doesn't pay income tax doesn't pay income tax doesn't pay income tax and they finally you know the southern district of new york finally dropped that case and decided to focus only on and made a big deal what we're going to focus on is corporate taxes mm-hmm. yeah i mean why why did they drop the personal income tax side of it and only focus on his corporate income tax side People need to ask those questions. They need to think about those questions. Uh-oh. And they need to go, hmm, Uh-oh. Uh-oh. what does that really mean? So I'm just throwing it out there. I'm just lobbing some questions. But and people I need hadn't to start thought to of that one before. On that. Hmm. I hadn't thought of that one before. Yeah. And something else I'll lob out to you as well. Uh, and this is a question I'd asked David Strait when I was interviewing him on Steel Truth a few months ago. Uh, it's still up on the Rumble channel on Steel Truth if anybody cares to go look at it. But I said to him at one point, I said, well, is anybody ever going to look into Barack Obama and his, you know, his birth certificate and all this stuff? I said, because clearly he wasn't born in this country. He started laughing at me. And he's like, what difference does it make? And when I heard that, that, that those words, I like had an inner rage because all I could see was Hillary with those Coke bottle glasses <laughs> and her green in her green you know jacket going like this and that you know benghazi try and i was so enraged i go what do you mean what difference he's like and who cares if the guy was born in another country you can have anybody be the president of a corporation they don't have to be born in the united states and i went oh my god he's talking about the fact that yeah it's the you know and so u.s inc was dissolved under trump and white house inc that's why they stole the election was reconstituted and uh out of bankruptcy into a new corporation under this joker so you can have any vegetable to be the president of the country as evidenced by sleepy creepy joe biden or the pedo in pennsylvania as i call him so uh these are just some things people think about i've got to get david straight on yeah 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 you need to get david straight's a fabulous interview if not him another one who's freaking phenomenal lights out is bobby lawrence and he's a, a friend of mine they're both wonderful wonderful gentlemen uh, Bobby's a little more accessible than David because David is extremely busy with a lot of other things he does uh, to help humanity. But Bobby tends to maybe be more accessible and he's equally as knowledgeable on all this stuff, including statutes and laws and everything. So I, I toss that out to you as a as an assignment. Hopefully you'll take me up on that offer. Oh, I just wrote it down. Don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> and by uh, the way, I, I in the chat, Leandra Grace, Steel Truth is S-T-E-E-L, Steel Truth. And you can go to um, Rumble and, and find the David Strait interview on Steel Truth. Yeah, there you go. Thanks, Conservative Daily. Appreciate that, Mr. Producer. <laughs> <laughs> it's so weird to be to be called that when I'm on camera. I hate when Joe does and, that. No, I'm just joking. You do, you do such a good job. You do such a good job. Both of you and Joe do. You guys are awesome. You do great. We have work. a lot of fun. We have a lot of fun. Yeah. 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 So I think your chat's kind of picking up on a couple of breadcrumbs. I'm sort of monitoring this here. 
Uh, yeah, so we became, that's right, we became the uh, White House Inc. under Sleepy Creepy Pedo on Pennsylvania Joe. So. <laughs> say that say that five times fast, everyone in the chat, please. <laughs> or type it five times fast if yeah. you can. <laughs> I'm just amazed you can keep up Apollo after an all-nighter. I God bless you. What is it like to be young? You know, don't even say that because I don't feel as young anymore. I used to be able to do this like three times a week, and you know, and it wouldn't really affect me. Now I get like I get one of them, and uh, I, I I see what what the you know the the, the thirty thing is like now. Yeah. I'm, pr- <laughs> I'm praying it doesn't get worse, but. Uh, well, yeah, I don't know what to tell you about that. I, I'm gonna leave that one on the on the side. I just know I need yeah, my seven hours. Another show. Otherwise, we don't need you to don't go there. Nope, nope. We don't need to go there. <laughs> we're not going there we're not going there so anyway well and thank you you uh i I don't know for the audience listening i don't know if you just realized it and just dropped more information about a wider range of topics than i think we've had in months uh at least so I, i want all of you to share this and i'm gonna commission all of you because i know that I need to go back and re-listen to this, <laughs> and I, I know half this stuff. Uh, listen to this again. There's a lot going on here, and Anne has been a really big resource for me in actually getting the ball rolling again to, uh, you know, to fix my standing uh, and rid myself of this corporate entity. So I really do appreciate, uh, you know, you sending me that information, and I will keep yeah. you updated because I am, I'm uh, when I'm, you know, choosing also not to sleep. I'm dogging on this. Uh, yeah. So, so I, I just want to you. interrupt you, Apollo. Some of your folks in chat are asking some questions. I'll, I'll just answer them because I don't want to leave them hanging. Um, but they are they're wanting to know where they can go get more information. Bobby Lawrence's Telegram channel, it's t.me, Bobby Lawrence underscore 1776. And remember, Telegram is going to try and hide this stuff. So you might want to look it up on the web first and then connect to the channel that way on the app. But it's Bobby, B-O-B-B-Y. I'll actually write it in the chat right now. It's is that Bobby it on screen? Lawrence. Is it B-O-B-B-Y-L-A-W-R-E-N-C-E? Yeah, it's Bobby Lawrence underscore 1776. That's the channel name in Telegram. And if you're just going to go and type in t.me uh, slash Bobby Lawrence, you know, all the Telegram. Anyway, that's the channel that you can find it. There you go. That's it. Um, that's the channel. And if you just go to that channel, make sure you start all the way at the top. He started the channel in February of 2021. You're going to want to go back and read everything. Take your time. They've got, I don't even know how many moderators. He's got like 25 mods in that channel. And if you ask questions connected to the channel, you will get a response from a moderator. Um, There's also statenational.us as a website, statenational.us. Highly recommend that. Um, And, you know, I sent you those things once before, Apollo, in an email with a bunch of docs. But yep. that's a great place for people to start. And of course, Bobby and David Strait are doing seminars all over. And these folks are the real deal. I mean, when I tell you, you have people from the government that are now going to correct their status because they know the fraud. I sat in this meeting um, with a border patrol agent. Uh, I won't say from where, uh, because he's a supervisor, but he sat there and you know what he did? He came up to me because I've done so much work in Fast and Furious. He said, I just want to say, you know, I've been watching you for a number of years. I've seen all your stuff. And he goes, uh, he goes I just want to let you know, um, something you said really got to, got to me, you know, it grabbed my heart. And I was like, what is that? He said, you called the Border Patrol agents jack booted thugs. And I said, well, I don't remember saying that, but it does sound like something I might have said. 
He said, I just want you to know we're not all like that. And I said, you know what? You're absolutely right, Mr. So-and-so. I owe you and the gentleman like you a massive apology. Probably got me on a day when I was really upset based on some of the stuff I was reporting and I knew things were going on at the border because I deal with a lot of people down there and I know that a lot of agents are actually taking money from the cartel to look the other way. But I know not everybody is doing that. I said, but I am disappointed that more of you aren't standing up. He's like, well, we would, but we're afraid to lose our jobs. I said, I totally get it. So you're caught between a rock and a hard place, putting food on the table for your family and doing the right thing by humanity. I said, I get it. And he goes, we do everything we possibly can. Uh, we, we ignore orders as much as we possibly can to you know, take care of what's going down at the border. He goes, but it's just a total show down there. It's an absolutely out of control mess. Um, but you know what, to that point, I wanna extend uh, my gratitude to the border patrol agents that are put into a horrible position by Secretary Mayorkas and by sleepy, creepy pedo Joe. This is unconscionable what they're doing and it's destroying not only the people coming across the border's lives, but it's destroying our lives. And of course, we're well aware that there are sleeper cells in this country thanks to all the middle-aged fighting jihadis that have come across the border in the last over you know two years thanks to joe biden's policy so um these people have security clearance and they're getting their statuses corrected as state nationals that's how powerful what's going on wow. and this needs to be taken seriously so um you know, I, I lob that out there because some people kind of go, "What? A, this sounds too good to be true." Well, it's just really getting back to basics. So I just want to leave that with you before we go. Thank you. I, I do appreciate that. Um, I'm sure there's some uh, some updates that I'm going to ask you for as I as I get further down this path, and I'm sure we'll have a lot of questions. But and I, I truly want to thank you uh, for everything that you're doing, and now for taking up the mantle at uh, you know at the Zelenko Freedom Foundation. I know you get you know you get to work with Kevin Jenkins, so uh, you know not a yeah. not a bad gig there. Um, and I'll also uh, I will remind everyone that we are, and I will say this proudly because I am proud of this. We you know have a lot of uh, sponsorship or affiliate opportunities, uh, but we are affiliates for uh, ZStack. So you can go to ZStackLife.com forward slash CDP, and I will tell you it it honestly does feel good to be able to say hi you know please go uh check out this product which we're associated with and feel good about it because even among some of the stuff which uh you know we get a lot of offers for uh you you really can't say that all the time um yeah so you know and i'm i'm very happy that uh that i get to see you run with this and we're very excited to see uh to see the well, future to your listeners, they should know that Dr. Zelenko committed that ZStack, his company, Z Labs, would donate 10% of their profits to the foundation. So he is funding his own foundation. So by your audience supporting you at uh, Conservative Daily Podcast through the ZStack CDP purchase, ZStack.com slash CDP, by doing that, know that 10% is going to the foundation. So not only are they getting the best immune support, whether it's ZStack or Z, Z, Z Detox, they're also supporting the work of the foundation, which is going to continue to provide solutions, not only in uh, incubating new technology, but also investing in our future and in public policy and in the communities that have been hardest hit. So these are all, and media, of course, we're going to continue to keep the truth going. So we appreciate all the support, and I encourage everybody to go to ZStackLife.com, CDP, forward slash CDP. Appreciate that. Thank you, and, and actually, thank you. I didn't even realize that uh, that 
you know, part of that was going to the foundation. That's phenomenal. You can you can say that going forward, Apollo, that by people purchasing through you, they're contributing ten percent to the foundation. So it's it's all good. Awesome, awesome, and and just for everyone, and I know you already know this, Ann, but I, it's focusing on on some new technology and all the things that uh, that you mentioned is, I mean that that is the future because there is so much technology and so much that the public has been. Uh, you know, has been robbed in terms of knowledge and ability to actually take care of their bodies. And we've been trapped in this allopathic death system because it's not mm-hmm. healthcare; it's death care. Uh, and th- right. there's, there's so many, there are so many technologies, so many ways to stay healthy and to fight off some of these things. We're told are diseases. We're told are chronic diseases. We're told are inevitable. And we're told now we should expect in, you know, soon to be like one out of three people, uh, you know, on the planet. And it's disgusting. And so it, uh, I I am really truly uh, I feel a great joy in my heart knowing that uh, this foundation is going to be working on this and, and knowing that you will so so uh, thank you thank you Apollo appreciate you yeah I'm gonna say a prayer real quick if you can stay uh, sure of course <sighs> Father God I just wanna I want to thank you for I want to thank you for Doctor Z thank you for Zev. Thank you for his legacy. Thank you for all the wonderful time and the gifts that you blessed him with, that he brought to all of us, and that will continue to benefit all of us going forward. I thank you for Anne and for Kevin and all those working on the foundation and to advance the mission to end this nightmare, to end this assault on the humanity and the health of our our brothers and sisters under Christ. I just pray that that this system, that the wordsmithing, that the lies, the deceit, that it can just fall away. I pray that all people on this earth, not just in America, that they realize who they truly are. They claim their true standing. And I just pray that we have a fire in our heart every morning. Just fill us with, with that fire. Fill us with hope. May we turn towards you. Give us, give us the steps. Just every morning. Remind us what our mission is. Remind us what we have to do. We have so much work here to be done. And as Anne so, so poignantly said, we have so much to atone for. I just ask that you lead us down that path and you give us the courage and the humility and the reverence to atone for everything that we owe and to move forward as free people, as we the people, shoulder to shoulder, and that we stand as the lesser magistrates, we stand and enroll others to take charge of their own life, to escape the system, to say no, and just give our, give our children a future. If nothing else, we owe it to you, we owe it to our children to stand up and to give them a future and to give them hope and to give them opportunity and to give them the ability to have a life where they can innovate and they can grow. I just I pray that the mission of the Zelenko Foundation, that its innovation, that it just propels supernaturally all across America, all over the world, and that people are awakened, people are, are saved, people are inspired, and people can understand and reclaim a true vitality that most of us have never known. We're so blessed to have people like Anne and others fighting for this, fighting to expose truth. 
working in media to build parallel media, parallel health, parallel food systems, parallel banking. I just, I look forward and I ask that you give me my part and you give all of us our role to play so that we may see this new parallel economy, this this system of people connected to you, connected to each other, eclipse the old system that we have been we've been reigned over for so long. I ask these things humbly in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. Great prayer. Really, really nicely done. Thank you. It's easy, it's easy after that. That show, like, <laughs> uh, my, my heart feels so light. <laughs> and right? <it's>, uh, <laughs> it really does. I feel like I my know. mind just claimed its sovereignty. Uh, but uh, you know what? And we can we can claim it. That's what, what that's where we need to start, Apollo. We need to claim it. It's ours to take. God gave it to us. We need to take it, take it, own it, and it will deliver you from the evil that has taken control of our of our government. We have a de facto fake government. And we've just got to eject it. And our, there's a, a line in our Declaration of Independence that talks about altering or abolishing, and people need to pick that up and start reading. It's paragraph two, third sentence in. I know exactly where it is. So feel free. Anyway, I appreciate your time today. Thank you so much. And to your beautiful audience, thank you so much. Really appreciate the, the great questions. And if folks want to find me, like I said, they can go oh, to yeah. Ann Vanderchilt on Telegram. And uh, we've got chat in there at link so that I can get messages there so they can just send me a message right through our Telegram channel. Awesome. I'm actually going to put this, I'll put this up on screen so all of you can see it and I'll put it in the chat as well. Um, but this is Ann's uh, Telegram channel and I, I've actually I follow it all the time and it's phenomenal. Uh, so it's Ann Vander Steel Truth. That's Steel with two E's, like the steel. Correct. Uh, so go check her out. And again, Ann, thank you so much for coming on. God bless you. And uh, God bless you and too, you Apollo. And you and Kevin. And uh, look forward to seeing you again soon. You got it. <sighs> I'm gonna just tell you while watching right now. Ann Vander Steel is one of my favorite people or since I met her at the Clay Clark event. Um, and I'll say, uh, you know, as for the Zlinka Foundation, it is in good hands, and Zev's legacy and Zev's mission is in very good hands with Anne and Kevin, uh, you know, at the helm. So uh, thank you. I know we're, we ran a little bit over today. Uh, I could, you know, if we had the time, I could probably talk with Anne for like three hours straight. But uh, please do listen to the show again. There was a lot that happened uh, in the show. And dropped a ton of knowledge and frankly it's stuff that we don't normally cover on the show because we're so we get focused on mission so much and she actually did me a, a great service today reminding me uh, of all this and how important it really is so I'm grateful to Ann uh, I I'm gonna tell all of you you gotta listen to that show again check out the resources that she that she sent because uh, there's more there than you realize uh, after digging through some of the things that uh, that she sent over to me, it's more than I thought uh, I was going to get, and so I'm I'm a, a good part of the way through it. But it takes time to digest, so do the hard work. Uh, the truth will set you free. Uh, you, you just need to you need to understand where you are and uh, who you are, where you come from. Uh, but that's it. God bless you all. We have uh, we have Drone Davidson on tonight, so that'll be at 4 p.m. Mountain Time. Uh, we're super super excited to have him on. Uh, as always, please go check out uh, Ann Vandersteel's Telegram. Make sure you follow the Zelenko Foundation. Uh, and once again, uh, you can go to zstacklife.com forward slash CDP. 
You'll uh, help us out, and most importantly, you will help out the Zelenko Foundation and their mission, uh, which is a mission for all of us and for all of humanity, so you should feel good about that. We will see you tonight on Conservative Daily Podcast. God bless you all. God bless America. Let's, uh, let's free ourselves. It sounds like, a, sounds like a good plan to me. If you want to watch Conservative Daily Podcast, we go live Monday through Friday at 10 a.m. Mountain Time and 4 p.m. Mountain Time. You can find us live at conservative-daily.com, on Rumble, on Frank's Beach, where we go live on Lindell TV 2 at those same times, on DLive, and now on Odyssey. You can also find our episodes at brighteon.com. Make sure you also check out the link in the description to go to the Brighteon store and prepare you and your family with the awesome storable food and other products that they have there. You can find us on the audio edition at Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Pandora, iHeartRadio, TuneIn, Podbean, Audible, and everywhere else. Make sure you go and give us a five-star review and be that ambassador of truth. Share this episode with everyone who needs to hear it. Text the word FREEDOM to 89517 and we'll shoot you a text message when we're about to go live. Check out the description for our link to the daily newsletter so you get access to the fax blasts. We want to thank you for being a listener of Conservative Daily Podcast as we pursue truth and fight to restore our nation. We will continue to provide you with the most important information that the mainstream media will not show you. Now at conservative-daily.com, you have the option to become a member with us. Each membership option varies in access and discounts in regards to the ability to interact with the Daily Facts Blast, monthly savings, access to extra content, and interactions with the hosts and guests of the show. Go to conservative-daily.com and become a member right now for as little as $10 a month. Make sure you check out social media and find us everywhere at Conservative Daily and at Joel Oltman. We'll see you next time on Conservative Daily Podcast. It's time to do the hard work. Let's take our country back, patriots. God bless America.